You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. In today's episode, we're delighted to speak to Steph Davis from Neon Driving School in Liverpool about a new workshop that she's developed for nervous drivers. And this workshop uses some exhale meditation techniques. So they're a little bit different to anything that we've experienced. So we wanted to find out more and share that with you. So let's get on with the episode. In this episode, we're talking to Steph Davis about her new Driving Test Nerves workshop, which she's running the first one of in September. Hi, Steph. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello, Rosia. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. No problem. And Steph, welcome again. It's nice to see you after all these years. Certainly is. 2019. It's been a long time. So how you been? What you been doing? And tell everyone about yourselves. What do you do? Okay, so I I have been an ADI for 10 years, just over 10 years. In 2019, I'm at UKEV when I did the BTEC Level 4 with Trey Cookton. You were my trainer, fantastic trainer you were too. Thank you very much. Um, Very inspired. And you and Fiona both were just kind of, you set me both on the path of where I was going to go next because you were very inspiring. Then I became an ADI trainer about two years ago. I love the coaching side of things so much that I went into the coaching excellence course with Trey Cookton which is then where I moved into, I wanted to offer more more to the clients that I have for coaching. So when I gained a diploma in modern meditation, but on that journey, that's where I discovered the immense benefits that this would bring to learner drivers and drivers, qualified drivers, just nervous drivers. So yeah, that's where I am now. That's where I came up with this idea. Brilliant. And I'm so pleased to hear you talk about not just learner drivers, but qualified drivers. So somebody who's passed their test may have been recently, may have been a long time ago, but who hasn't gained their confidence because that's exactly who we're aiming the podcast episodes at. Generally, when we talk to ADIs or driving instructors, to those of you listening who aren't ADIs, generally when we talk to driving instructors, all the focus is on learner drivers. Definitely. It is. I kind of think about my mum. My mum took years to pass a driving test, spent so much money. She finally, after four tests, I think it was, passed. She only drove for a year and then she gave up because the nerves just got the better of her. We even get inquiries from people who were qualified drivers and just feel nervous and stressed and anxious about just getting in the car. The aggression on the roads, people driving too close, all that kinds of stuff. Just how busy it is. It, it's an intimidating thing to drive a car, especially when you're on your own, if you're a nervous person. So, yeah, it, this is not just aimed at learner drivers. It is aimed also to qualified drivers. It's for anyone. So you say it's meditation. Yes. Tell me more about meditation. If I've never heard of meditation, how would you describe it to me? Okay, so I was qualified um, with a company called Ectile. So I use their methods, their techniques, if you like. Yeah. So their techniques are movement. You also use aromatherapy, which we can't use on Zoom, but I can give tips on that anyway. Breath with and music. It's kind of a modern meditation, if you like to. So you don't need to be practicing meditation for years to do it for everyone 
absolutely anyone and you cannot get it wrong either. It's just a really easy method to help calm your nervous system, to help settle a chatty mind, to stop your body feeling like it's gone into fight or flight, Mm -hmm. which is where we feel when we, you know, when we're nervous and stressed. I think meditation, it's not just about switching your mind off and stopping your thoughts. It is about settling your mind, settling a chatty mind. I'm just being there with your thoughts, your mind still being calm. So you don't have to just switch your thoughts off and not think. And then if you don't do that, you're not successful. It is just your mind being calm and being with your thoughts. So yeah, it's amazing. It's fantastic. I can see your face lit up when you said I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really did. If anybody could see you. I just love how easy it is and how accessible it is. Because before I went on this journey with meditation, I used to think, oh, maybe it's not for me. I won't fit in. Maybe meditation's for a certain type of person. But when I joined with Exhale, everyone's just themselves and there's no certain type of person that goes. There's all different ages, or just all different types of people, which I loved. Because yeah. I didn't need it to fit in or be a certain type of person or I've practiced for a certain amount of years or hours or whatever. I suppose through mental health awareness over the last few years, meditation's become more in the forefront of people. But my idea a few years ago of meditation was sitting there with my fingers, you know, close (laughs) together and going, hmm. Yeah. What is that? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what what is it now that makes it, like you said, simple and for everybody to use? So with the exhale method, they use music and they use modern music. Well, they use different types of music. So the playlists that they produce, they've got thought behind them. So there's different types of frequencies and vibrations that go along with different, like relaxing the body and the mind. The movement sequences. So they've been shown to reduce the production of adrenaline. The movements also improve energy flow and it helps with the body systems to function effectively. It also encourages feel-good hormones. So we do movement sequences first to prepare the body for relaxation. Modern music, music that you would likely know. So it's not like your typical meditation music. <laughs> it's not the pan pipes or anything like that. But on the meditation section, when you go into like your guises or your self-led, because there's self-led meditation there too, the music that's been designed for that section is just to calm your body down, calm your mind down. But yeah, I think that's what makes it really different is it's not just sitting in a room in silence. Yeah. Because no adult can just sit there and just switch off and meditate. We have to prepare the body for it. So I think that's what makes this just so special. Yeah, I could probably talk to you for hours about this. So there's the thing about accessibility. So my background is in mindfulness. The way you're describing your techniques, they are very different to my techniques in mindfulness. And I chose my style of mindfulness because I wanted something that was really accessible for my cancer patients. And this sounds even more accessible, this idea of playing modern music. Accessibility is really important. That description that you gave of will you fit in and is this for somebody like me is just so important because otherwise... If we always think that everybody who does relaxation is very either very hippy-dippy or very leotard bendy, then, you know, we dismiss a whole load of people, don't we? So many people. I do think there's just, because all the pupils that I mentioned this to, because I've been doing a little bit of research on this with pupils, and everyone was a bit like, hmm. And all of them did that thing of, you know, the fingers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
But when I was explaining it to them, they were like, oh, yeah, that actually sounds, it sounds good. And I actually played them some of the songs and it's not just all about the music and it is, you know, the breath work is so important on it as well. The different techniques, the different types of breath work on it as well and the link to the movements. And then there's effortless breathing, keeping it free and easy. But it all kind of just goes together to make this amazing, just really exciting package for people that they can even use at home. They've got stuff as well that they can use in the car, they can use it before they get in the car. These things are just kind of really exciting. I love it. And I love the fact that you said that you can use it before you get in the car at home, in the car as well. I think that's quite an interesting concept for me. So how would you use it in the car? Is it something where you obviously have to be pulled up or is it where you have it while you're driving? Is the music while you're driving or? So uh, before I found Exhale, I was practicing just breathing techniques with people in the bills up to their driving test. So the breathing in for four, holding for five, breathing out. And that stuff I found really, really helpful. So there's different types of breathing techniques that you can use when you're in the car. I also get people when they're at traffic lights and stuff to reset, just kind of loosening the shoulders off, wiggling the fingers. Yeah, perfect. But stuff at the sides of the roads as well. If we're in a really stressful situation, sometimes you'll get road rage, you might get upset or scared or you might get angry yourself. Pulling over to the sides of the road, you can use some of the techniques, like the breathing techniques, just to calm yourself back down and keep it safe. Because we know how easy it is to get into that kind of spiral of... (laughs) (laughs) And it is so easy now, like you mentioned earlier, it's so busier now, isn't it? And I don't know if you've noticed the difference since COVID, but people always seem to be in a rush more now and it's like more aggressive. Yeah, I find it really busy. There's a lot more delivery drivers, delivery bikes where we live. Definitely a lot more aggression. It does seem a little bit more like people are maybe not as considerate of people around them as much. They just want to get where they're going. And I think that's definitely more noticeable, I've found, since COVID maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think giving people tools they can use, not just with the driving test, but after the driving test to make sure that they don't be sucked into that. Because the roads can be such a negative place if we don't just take ourselves out of that, you know? And I think it's great that we go back to that skills for life Mm, definitely and that is one of these skills that you're teaching people to say look you can use it there you can use it there but you can also use it in the future you know it is that safe driving for life isn't it yeah so i I love that i think that's brilliant i remember an examiner said to me a few years ago and this always stuck she said it was after someone's test she'd failed very very nervous and the examiner turned to me and she said oh if only we had a potion that we give people to make them not nervous, we'd be millionaires. I remember thinking, there's got to be something there that, help, that can help. But the more research done into it, there's so many things that can help, so many different techniques. The meditation might not be for everyone, but it might be for other people. We just need to find things that people relate to and that they can use because we can't just go, oh, well, we're nervous. That's just the way we are. Yeah. Got to give them tools, I think, to just help people find a way. Yeah, exactly. And you're dead right. It is. There is no one size fits all. There is no magic potion. But there are lots of different things and techniques out there. So it is about finding what suits each individual. And there is something for everybody. It's just it might not be the same something. Definitely. That's it. I think the more things that are out there, the more people we're going to reach and the safer the roads will become in, in the long run anyway which is really what the goal is. I don't just want people to pass the driving test. I want them to be safe after it, long, long after it. 
and then even, you know, be good role models for their own kids and their own family. I think it's so important. It's not just about that test. I love I love that. I think we all know that people start learning to drive from the age of three and when they start watching people. And if they see mum, dad doing these techniques just before they get in a car, you know, I think that's just amazing. And it, I know it's coming into schools now. I just think it's more and more important that people are aware of what's out there for them. Definitely. I agree with that so much. I just think, I think young people have got it really difficult growing up these days with all the things that they've got to deal with. But I think the social media side of things and the phones and all the technology, just to be able to, again, give younger people that release somewhere to step aside and just be with themselves and be able to just, just breathe and just know that you don't always need to be on your phone every five seconds. Um, <laughs> but it, it, again, it, they follow the parents, I think. So, yeah, I think back in meditation, it, again, it's for young people, not just older people. Yeah, there's a movement in schools to do things and then there's a movement to adults. But yeah, young people, teenagers, I think they get missed somewhere along the line. That teenage group and early 20s somehow fall by the wayside in a lot of what's on offer. So this sounds great with modern music. Is there a favourite bit of music that you use that you can... You're not allowed to mention Scouse House. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to say that. (laughs) Everyone's going, what? <laughs> you know, funnily enough, it is like that. Uh, so some of the music, so this show, what you could, like we went and did the Love Fifth Festival and I was so lucky to just be able to just be there and watch all the other, they're just amazing, the teachers from Exhale. So some of them were doing songs like Harry Styles songs, love a bit of Harry. Uh, the song after Train for Things, the Kate Bush song. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That. I, I, um, I was going to say, we remember it first time, right? Do you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, yeah, that one, that one was on there. But we've also, it's also songs like, uh, you know, like High Beat, the chill music. So, like the dance songs that you know that I love. But those ones were chill versions of them. Yeah. Yeah. We did a trial run on Monday. I'd use the High Beat, the chill music. And a couple of the girls were like, oh, that's my favorite song. That's my karaoke song. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But you've already, just by doing that, you've already changed their state almost, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Because one girl, she messaged me five minutes after the session finished and she was like, wow, Steph, I've never done meditation before. That was amazing. Wait till I leave you the review. And she left a review within like five minutes. Oh, fantastic. Um, but she loved it. She said the music was amazing. And it was her actually that said it was a karaoke song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The feedback's oh. been so, so nice. Really, really good. A couple of people said they got a bit emotional as well, which is quite normal for meditation. Because yeah. mm. you don't really know where it's going to take you, do you? No, it's a healing process really as well, meditation. So your brain waves change, you go into deeper states of consciousness. And if you access your lower states of consciousness, it's kind of where you can heal. But yeah, I think you don't really know what you're going to get from it until you do it. Yeah, you don't know what's going to simmer up. Mm. which is important to know as well you, you can get different emotions that can come from it because it is a healing process so we always kind of say to people as well if anything comes up and, or anything where you don't feel comfortable come and speak to, to me at the end and i can give guidance or directions the right place at least and that's so, the yeah. really important thing isn't it knowing that there's support there as well so you're not just doing the the techniques that you're doing but also you're giving them support as well so i think that's great yeah, definitely, because you don't want to, like, someone to get emotions and then they just don't know where to go and they've got nowhere to go with it. 
So yeah, always got access to me after it. So I'd always be there to help and support as much as I can. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you can't, you know someone that can. (laughs) Yeah, and that's it. So we, you know, we've got guidelines and stuff where we can always sign posters to the right place. So you're always looked after. Brilliant. Lovely. So you're doing the first workshop in September? Yes, first workshop in September. Places are going to be limited because I don't want it to be too big. Yeah. I want it to still be quite personable and you know, med- meditation class has got to be quite relaxing. So we don't need to be too many people. We have five the other day. I think maybe no more than 10. Maybe about eight would be nice. Yeah. But you're going to be doing more afterwards. Yes, definitely. So I'm planning a monthly meditation workshop. It depends on numbers and stuff. So there may be more. But I'm also going to be offering one-to-one sessions if people want them. And I'm also going to, I'm planning on doing like a six session test preparation package to in the six weeks leading up to your test which each week will focus on different things in that builds up to the drive and test giving tools and techniques obviously using all the exhale method and that but yeah one-to-one sessions things can be tailored to people's needs whatever they need if they've already passed the test that's fine as well we'll get all the links off you Steph, so that we can so anybody who's interested can go to the show notes and just follow the link to find all the details but if they want to find you, where can they find you at the moment? So at the minute, uh, we're on Neon Drive and School on Facebook and Instagram. So you can DM or message. I've also put the email on there. It sounds really, really interesting. Actually, I'm really, really excited, especially now that we've done one on Monday and it's so, so well. I'm just really, really excited. And I'm excited to get it to people that aren't just our people, just to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it sounds great because it sounds... It doesn't sound like anything else that I've seen on offer anywhere. And so that's what's so exciting about it, is it is something new out there. So if somebody feels that they've tried everything else, then you haven't tried this yet. So give this a go. Exactly. I mean, whatever one is, he had someone, uh, well, someone inquired, as soon as I put the post up, she messaged me straight away and she was like, I definitely want to try this. I failed my test six times, sign me up. So she signed up already. I'm going to do a lot of advertising over the next week as well. So I'm hoping to get the words out there over the next week. But you guys will really, really help with that as well. So thank you so much. No problem. And I like the idea it's like using music. I love listening to music and I know how that affects me. Just listening to normal music. I don't meditate with it and I just sit in a down, I just chill out, put the music on. It's lovely. So adding in the meditation side with that, you're going to have to come back on and tell me how it goes and everything. Cause yeah, because really I know, definitely. I think you're right, though. I think music is just so universal. Yeah. Who doesn't like music? And it's all I types of music, it. isn't it? That's it. It's different speeds of music as well like you fast enough beat keep you positive and then you've got the slower songs to get you more relaxed and de-stress so yeah i think the music side is the thing that is what excited me the most about it mm, love so, it yeah definitely up your street yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i need to ask you coming away from the workshop we ask all of our expert guests a little question about when they were learning to drive so steph can you cast your mind back to when you were learning to drive not learning to be a driving instructor learning to drive what did you find the most difficult what was the most challenging Mm. (laughs) i think for me it was confidence because when i learned to drive well i started when i was 17 and i don't think i was ready at the time because I stopped I didn't enjoy it I didn't like my instructor I just hated it and then I restarted again when I was 21 and I think at 21 you're still quite young and you'd have self-doubt and limiting beliefs and you don't believe in well I didn't believe in myself at that age so and I didn't pass till third time 
but I was also pregnant at the time as well. So maybe that was what I found so difficult. But I passed two weeks after giving birth. Wow, well done. Now, I had my test booked when she was due. I had my test booked a month later and then she was two weeks late. Yeah. So I ended up going for this test two weeks after and I passed then. But I think probably, I don't know how I passed at that point, but I did. But I think for me, it was confidence. Mm. Yeah. And that's really interesting then for other people listening. So Steph struggled most with confidence when it comes to learning to drive, took three times to pass your test, but then went on to become a driving instructor and now to develop a workshop helping people with driving nerves. So how's that for a journey? You say that to my pupils all the time. I didn't pass till third time and I was about to give up. I was like, no, I don't want to go. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to pass. And then I went and passed. But even, like I say to them all the time, I do so many courses and stuff. And you know me, I don't like public speaking either. I've had such a struggle with it over the years. But I've just worked at it. And it was the same with lessons. I just worked at it and I got there in the end. We hear that so much. We hear that so much and it's just like, I've got to keep working. I've got to keep practicing. Yeah. And it is just for anything, isn't it? It's for all life skills. It's just keeping chipping away at it, keeping on working and gradually things will move from being really scary to being challenging. And then gradually they'll move from being challenging to being something that you do all the time and automatic. Exactly. I think anything worth having, it's never easy. But if you give up, you'll never get it and you'll never be any further along. So it is just, it's that chipping away. It's exactly what you've just said. Small steps, keep going. Fantastic. Well, on that note, I don't think we could think of a more perfect finish. <laughs> so, so on that note, just like to say, Steph, thank you so much for joining us and good luck with the workshop in September. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Honestly, thank you so much for having me. I really, really, really appreciate it. I was so excited to come on and speak to you both. Honestly, thank you. I really appreciate it. You've been amazing. So thank you. So just a little reflection on our podcast with Steph. And I don't know about you, Tracy, but the thing that there was a couple of things that got out of that. One is that meditation to music, but music that I know, and I can resonate with that so much because I relax and I put music on but doing a meditation with music and it's chilled and you start moving to it I can see the real benefits of that to a person that likes music or is interested in music so it opens it up to a range of people yeah and I think that would be right up your street and it's completely different to anything that I do with my mindfulness work. So the idea of it is really exciting because it offers yet another option to people who might be interested in stress management techniques, but in a different way. Yeah, and it just goes to show that although the word meditation, and we all have this image of meditation, but it's not a one size fits all. And meditation is not just sitting there cross legs with your fingers touching you know there is so many different ways that meditation can reach out to everyone and there will be some sort of meditation practice that everyone can use yeah definitely there is no one size fits all but hopefully there should be something for everyone it's just finding about it and that's why we were so excited to share this from steph because it was something new to us 
Yeah, and I'm I'm really interested to hear how her future clients carry on, how it affects their driving, how it affects them in their everyday life. And, you know, I'm really going to have to get Steph back on again because it's something you, you can tell that I'm quite interested in because it's music and I like music. So we're going to have to get this Steph back on again. Yeah, definitely. Great. So hopefully you found that as interesting as we did. If you'd like to find out more, then head over to the show notes and there you'll be able to find links so that you can get in touch with Steph and find out more about the workshops. So as always, have a great day, whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast. If you would like to access any of our free tools, go to confidentdrivers.co.uk forward slash free tools and begin to transform how you feel about driving.